inches. That's not so hot. I guess uh, this guy's gonna die. It's on top it of the is car. It's on top of the car. <laughs> what do you want in this sandwich? Ah, I want guff. Welcome to AV Club 69. No talking, it's about to start. Hello and welcome to the second episode of AV69, the spin on the movie review genre. Uh, well, because we obviously don't want to do things like everybody else here. That's not our style. So we, um, as we explained last time, we take turns in watching a movie and the other one has no idea what that film is or what it's about. And the other person has to guess what the general plot and outcome will be, um, only given slight snippets of information throughout. But unlike last time, we've rejigged the format, haven't we, a bit, Rob? That's right, yes. So this time we're going to add a bit more of uh, random chance into it by using a dice. And this week we'll be using a digital dice because... I can't find a dice. <laughs> <laughs> and because it's 2023. Yeah. Might as well just say, we're, we're, yeah, we could use a, um, this AI. We're basically using AI to use random chance to create uh, amazing content. Exactly. To very specifically describe a movie randomly. That's right. So I don't know anything about this movie. I'm really excited to see how this goes. And you're going to set down the scene, aren't you? I will. I can roll the dice at any point We've got um, the custard card, which thickens the plot. So if I roll a, a one, I get the custard card. If I roll um, a two, I get the MacGuffin magnate, which reveals reveals the character and their motivations. And their motivation, that's right. And then we've got roll a three, which is guess who, which reveals a supporting, supporting actor. Uh, roll a four, rod and reel card, which removes false guesses. Uh, and a five, trip on the trope rope, you get the choice of style, the time period or theme. And if I choose one of those, you have to give me the answer and then That's I have to correct. go from there. Um, we needed a six, though. We haven't got a we, six. We don't have a six. Um, maybe <laughs> if you do roll a six, well, maybe that's snake eyes. Maybe you have to roll again. Or we could try and come up with one right now and maybe you could get, maybe it could be completely pointless. Maybe I'll come up with a... Like a bonus fact. Yes, okay, yes. Pointless bonus fact about the movie. Let's do that then. Maybe that's what we'll do, yeah. So if I roll a six, we uh, Mark introduces a pointless fact about the movie and the plot or yeah. anything really, I Just guess. Just anything, yeah. Completely pointless, but wildly interesting. Ha -ha. It could help me. It could not. That's the mystery of it all. Ooh, ha ha ha. Yes, so, um, well, I can't wait to get started, so... Shall I? Ha I'll hand it over to you, Mark, and you no. can set the scene. I shall. Get the boy. Start the projector. Okay, so this movie is Amos and Andrew. It's a movie, another Nick Cage movie. And that's all I'll give you for now. Okay. I will now open with said scene. So we open to the sound of a foghorn, and then we are treated to sweeping aerial views of a ferry. Ooh. We cut back and forth between a harbour and the ferry, 
where one of our main characters is looking wistfully out to sea. Oh. Now this is all this is all set currently um, by the hit song "Beyond the Sea" by Bobby Darren. Exciting, I know. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that will give you any inkling into what's happening. I don't know. Beyond the Sea. Can you give me a little rendition? Uh, it's the one that goes somewhere beyond the sea, somewhere waiting for me, my lover's death. Anyway, there you go. Right. So it's very much like a, a swing kind of situation going on. We're it set. Is. We, yeah, okay, right. And it's it must be set. I mean, this sounds a bit like um, Shutter Island to me. This just sounds Ooh. like we're set in the sort of in the in the sort of I don't know in the. I say the 20s or the, the 40s okay. or something like that? Maybe something like that? Okay, interesting, interesting. Because that's exactly what happens in that film. They start off on the ferry and it's all that's foggy. True. And yeah. Well, let's, let's see where we go. Let's see where we go from there. Yeah, so we're on the ferry. We're coming into the harbour. Music's playing. Then we're now quick cutting between suburbia and then we cut to Nick Cage and... Well, I, I can't really say where or what he's doing, I guess, at this point, because it might give some stuff away. Okay. But he's doing handstands. <laughs> Madness. He's mental. Okay. Is it a part of a bet? Some sort of bet or something? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think it was part of a bet. He was doing out of his own entertainment and amusement. Um, we then cut back to our other supporting character, who is now driving off the ferry and heading into suburbia. Um, and then at this point, so there's a lot of quick cuts going on at the moment. And then at this point, we cut back to Cage, and he's he's a uh, he gets a phone call, or he's on the phone, sorry. But he's then abruptly cut off by some other characters around him on said phone. Um, and then we cut back to our other main character, who is now in a house looking for something. This is more vague, I think, than what you gave me last time, so <laughs> I'm not sure what you make of, of my uh, interpretation thus far. Well, okay, right. So Nick Cage is on the phone, and he's That's been interrupted correct. by characters surrounding him, so he's in the same yes. room as him. I could give away the... He's surrounded by some cops, so, I mean, maybe, right. you know... So he's I, a policeman. Mm, he could be a policeman. No, That's, that's true. Uh, okay, so I'm... Um, right. So he's, he's been surrounded by cops. Maybe he's his phone call out of the cell. Maybe he's, he's doing handstands in a cell. Oh, in, oh, he, oh okay. Uh, <laughs> and he's, he's one phone call and he's like, and time's up, Johnny, kind of interruption. Uh, well, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's definitely an interpretation. I can let you know now if you're right or not. Would you like to know? Yes. Would you like the X Factor? Rob, <laughs> you. Rachel Adedeji. <laughs> you are correct, sir. You are correct. He was doing handstands uh, yes. in a jail Brilliant. cell where so, he gets his one phone call. And okay. then that's exactly right. The police cut him off. But the police, they cut him off um, because he was trying to order a pizza. Oh, right. Okay. He's he wasn't calling. Mate. His phone call was for a pizza. It's for a pizza. Um, okay. So the other guy, the other character, the supporting mm. actor, he's yeah. looking for something in a house. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yes, so he's currently in a house now. He's sort of looking for something. Right, okay. Not really sure what. He's, he's kind of going through some, some drawers right. and such. Oh, okay, so maybe he's looking for the evidence to get him out of prison. Yeah. So does then the supporting actor go to the prison? Mm. He must be in a holding cell, is that right? 
Well, so Nick Cage is in one location. That's right. He's in a, he's in a cell. But then our other character, is, oh, okay. he's just gotten off the ferry and he's now at a house. So anyway, right. so he's he's at his house. He's looking he's looking for something, or he's setting something up. He's he's sort of having a little rummage okay. around. And then mm. a couple are walking their dog. A very white privileged couple are just you know out walking the dog, and they see our other character through the window of said house. And they begin to racially profile him and assume that he's stealing stuff. Ah, so this guy's black. Oh, yeah, well, yes, he is, Rob. He is. You got it right. He is. Right. Oh, dear. So they can think he's robbing the house and they call the police. That's correct. So they definitely get the police involved. Right. So the police turn up and they arrest this guy. And he ends up in the same cell as Nicolas Cage. Well, no, that's, that's a good interpretation. (laughs) <laughs> okay okay so um so let's go with that then right let's go okay. with that so all right we'll go with that um, for now we got you're not gonna, so, you don't want to play any cards no cards uh, for you. well yeah okay i guess i could couldn't i right it's let's up, go it's it. let's roll the dice roll the dice roll the dice i got a six <laughs> you got a six oh, so you get you get a random bonus fact <laughs> okay well at least Good we'll get start. that out of the way okay <laughs> so you're you're round luckily i already had a random bonus fact uh, you know, just because. So your random bonus fact, Rob, is it's about the song Beyond the Sea. Ooh. <laughs> so, the, so the song Beyond the Sea is an English language version of the French song La Mer by Charles Trennett. <laughs> how, how do you like that? How do you like oh, that? Oh, well, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm sure the French version is lovely, but uh, yes. yes. Um, well, that's that's a brilliant, Absolutely useless pointless. Fact. It was there you go, <laughs> useless fact. <laughs> okay, well, so, I, should I roll the dice again then? If you if you want, I mean, it's it's all up to you. It's in your hands. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here we go. Do, 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 do. I got a four. So uh, a rod and reel card. I've got to remove false guesses. Okay, so we'll we'll remove your false guess of that they end up in a cell together. They don't oh, end up in a cell together. Oh, right, so okay, that is wrong. okay. That is wrong. Oh, damn it. I was so... Okay, so there's this thing there. So Nicolas Cage is in there, and I'm assuming he's in, he's in a holding cell. He's in a holding cell. He's in a hold cell, right. So he must get out of the cell. So he, 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 he gets like, get there the overnight cell. or something. Sorry? He does get out the cell. I'll let you know that. So next morning he's out or something. They kick him out and say, get out, you you know, you know, because he's obviously causing misbehaviour. He ends out of the cell in a bit of a different way. I can let you know that. Does he escape by disguising himself as a pizza delivery guy? (laughs) Not quite, although (laughs) that would have been pretty good. Or maybe it was a musical number and he got everyone singing and dancing. He just snuck out the back door. (laughs) Well, I mean, that would have been very mask of him, wouldn't it? Very Jim Carrey, but, you know, unfortunately... Fortunately not. Well, I'll I'll try and give you some more stuff. So as we're moving on, so we've got our other supporting character. He's in the house. He's now mistaken uh, for a burglar for some reason. And basically, um, there's a couple. Of, there's these two reporters for some reason as well that get wind of it because they've been listening on the police scanner. They get wind of this like, oh no, there's someone like burglaring, uh, burglarizing a house in this like affluent area. That sounds like a scoop. And so they end up uh, meeting up with the cops, and the cops obviously don't want anything to do with them because they're the reporters. But being reporters, they're kind of like sneaking around anyway. Um, and then the cops decide to move in on the house. Now, um, I mean, this might give you some sort of tone of the film. The cops decide to move in on the house, 
and one of the sort of like younger jumped up cops um, is you know they're all getting ready they're locking and loading because you know it's it's America and so one of the other cops uh, he t- the, the main chief guy turns around and he, I can't remember the cop's name but he's like Johnny what are you doing and he's like he's like chief it's night ops and he's just got full blackface on for some reason oh my so, god yes so maybe that will give you a hint of a time period of this right film. okay but anyway and then they decide to move in on the house and i don't know what do you think might happen there or what do you think's going on okay so they're moving on the house and i'm assuming that the guy in there the supporting guy he doesn't realize uh that they're moving in on the house mm, yeah and they find him um they may find you dressed as a woman. <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> no uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, God, this is difficult. So they move in, move into the house, and then they see him and shout, freeze, and he legs it. Potentially. Would you like to try and play a card? Yeah, let's play a card. Open up get... any possibilities? Uh, we get a three. So guess two reveals the supporting actor. Oh, so our other sporting actor is Samuel Jackson. No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is a pretty <laughs> random movie where I could come across Nick Cage and him. Uh, yeah, wow. In the same film. Okay, yes. so he's pretty sweary. He's classic Samuel Jackson. Does he go mad at the cop for being blacked up and fight his way out? He doesn't. So what happens is they open fire um because they think obviously that he's a burglar his car alarm goes off and so he goes out to turn off his alarm and in classic cop fashion they're like oh he has a weapon so they open fire and then he retreats inside the house but the car alarm stops and then the cops look at each other the commotion's kind of calmed and one of the other cops gently puts his hand on the car and it goes off again and all the other cops are like billy <laughs> so what do you think the tone of this film might be trying to get at uh just the jumpiness of cops and shoot first answer questions later pretty much but it's also like trying to be a bit of a comedy but yeah right so it's a bit right so okay so he's not taking himself too seriously no right. no so Sam, samuel jackson he's gone back in the house They've stopped shooting at him. So, yeah. um, right, okay. So they stopped shooting at him. And so the other information that the cops have from the the posh white people that were down the way was that, like, that's the, um, oh, I think it's like the Bernstein residence or whatever. Like, um, we're, you know, good friends of theirs, da-da-da-da. So that's why they're also shocked to see Samuel Jackson there um, because they're like, you're not the Bernsteins. So now the cops decide to call the house then they get samuel jackson who answers right so he actually owns so he actually does live there properly like and they think that he doesn't yes it's my house motherfucker like yeah, he's yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's classic sam yeah. oh so, so it's a case of mistaken identity yes so, yes, so they call the house, and then what sort of wacky hilarity do you think might might sort of ensue between them? <laughs> oh, and the my phone? God. <laughs> um, oh, God. Uh, does Nick Cage turn up at this point? He's not there yet. Oh, no, okay. He's not there yet, but he so will be brought can... in. Does Samuel Jackson white up and go out there pretending to be <laughs> Mr. Bernstein? <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. <laughs> Even though that would be very Wayne Brothers, I guess, of him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just sort of think the most ridiculous thing. 
Uh, right. Oh, I'm a bit stuck now. Um, well, we could try another card if you yeah, like. Yeah, let's roll another dice then. I got a one. Custard card. Thicken the plot, Mark. What could we say? Okay, well, maybe I'll just give away... I'll give away the next couple of scenes, I guess, to try yeah, and okay, like, put yeah, it on Yeah, okay, yeah, that would be good. Move this on so, a little bit, yeah. Essentially, now they're on the phone, and the wacky kind of screwball-esque comedy that's ensuing is that Samuel answers the phone, and they're like, hello, it's... Uh, they're like, hello, who, it's sir, Mr. Bernstein, whatever, like, it's the cops. And then he's like, oh, thank God. He's like, there's a man shooting at my house, says Samuel <laughs> Jackson. He doesn't realise it's the cops, basically. Right, okay. Now they're basically having a back and forth, saying, like, um... Where is this man with a gun? What does he look like? I don't know. He's he's crazy. He's like armed to the teeth. You should be careful. You know, did you see what he did to my door? And then the cop, the police chief, sitting in the car is like, ow, ow, ow. He's like, oh, my God. He's just like realized that he is the man with a gun that uh, Samuel's <laughs> obviously talking about because obviously, yes, um, there is no Does other Does it actually man. go brr, brr, brr? No, he doesn't. No, unfortunately not. No, I added that in myself. Although I will, <laughs> I will say that some of the music uh, in the movie is very sort of Home Alone-esque at certain Right, points. okay. So essentially, yes. And now the misunderstanding is they've opened fire on him. It is Samuel Jackson's house. They've obviously got some old information, and so now the cops are like, oh, damn, we've just opened fire and, yeah, racially profiled him. Yeah, okay. Quite a very heavy topic they've decided to try and turn into a comedy, I'd say, with this one. Oh, and I probably should also mention what happened as well was the couple that saw um, Samuel and was like, okay, he's burgling the house, ended up running into the reporters, and they have been videotaped because they thought they were going to be on the nightly news, they were getting excited, and they've basically said to the camera, um, "Yeah, when you see a black man in this area uh, carrying a hi-fi or something like that, you know, you know what the situation is." So yeah, pretty heavy stuff. Like I say, wow. pretty heavy for a comedy. Um, and so yes, so now essentially we've got a whole misunderstanding on our hands, and the cops, you know, they don't want to look bad. So what do you think they could try and do to fix this mess? Oh, okay. So they're something involving they gonna, Nick Cage. Yeah, they're gonna have to call him in to fix the problem. Is mm-hmm. he? He he is. Uh, wow. What is it? So, how is he gonna fix this? So he's gonna come. So they're gonna call in now, Nick Cage, um, right. to smooth. Is he like publicly? Oh no, is he been? He's in jail, wasn't he? He is. Um, oh, oh, that would be convenient. <laughs> so. So he needs Nick Cage to smooth things over, to try and they're gonna they're gonna definitely use him in some kind of way. They decide to get him out of jail then, basically, yeah. because yeah, because they need him to fix the issue. Uh, is it more to do with the reporters than actually, or is it more to do with Samuel Jackson? Um, it's definitely more to do with Samuel, but the reporters are kind of like. They they are one of the plot devices, I guess, that kind of keeps this whole thing ticking along. Right. So, okay, so... What are your questions, Rob? Form your questions. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think of some. This is difficult. I know. It's no fun time at Willie's. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, it's... Uh, so, right. So, let's just think. So, Samuel Jackson's um, got them to realise that they're the ones shooting his house. It's his house, motherfuckers. Stop shooting at my house. Yeah. Um, so the cops look really bad. They've the just cops got look a race really profile. bad. Yeah. How is Nick Cage going to help them? Because he's going to help the police. 
He is. Bear in mind, he's in. He's currently in a jail cell at the moment. And is he some sort of lawyer, or is he some sort of um, oh. public relations kind of guy, or is he? Mm. Oh, is he a vicar or something? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, um, what do we want to do? I can just, I can just give you some more info. Or should we try a card, or we can save let's a card? Try, let's try. Let's oh. just try rolling again and see what. Even I get the same number as I before. That's okay, isn't it? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Number. I've got two. Reveal the character motivation. Yeah, motivation. That's it. If you reveal Nick Cage's motivation, maybe. So Nick Cage's motivation is Canada. (laughs) (laughs) So he was basically on his way to Canada before he ended up in the jail cell. And his main goal is just he wants to get to Canada. That's basically his whole motivation. So he's sick of America. He wants to get the hell out of Canada. He wants to get out of that jail cell and just be left to go to Canada. Right. Bear in mind, he's now been arrested, and the cops are in a bad position, and maybe they can come to some sort of arrangement. Right. Okay. So if he if he decides to go, if he decides to, maybe that do they stage some sort of ridiculous Mm -hmm. um, hijinks to make the cops look good? Yes, that is correct, Rob. Ding, ding, ding. Hey. Are they going to... So is he an actor or something? He's not an actor. No, he's... Oh. He is just a little old Nick Cage trying to get to Canada. Right. So, but he... They want him to make the cops look good. So he's got... Is he going to... Oh, God. I could oh, so I could just... A... I could reveal it for you if you like and we can keep... Yeah, okay. Go on, then. Okay, well... I guess by revealing this, it generally outlines the plot, really, of the film. But okay. there's a few undertones, so it will, there's still things to discuss. But generally, okay, so the police have now opened fire on Samuel Jackson's house after getting bad information by some very white, privileged, r- like, racist people, basically. Um, you know, great comedy fodder, this whole thing. Um, and <laughs> I, I just would like to say I had no idea what this film was. I just look, like went looking around for Nick Cage movies. <laughs> anyway, essentially, they decide to get Nick Cage out of prison and, or out of the jail cell. And they're basically like, okay, so what I want you to do is, here's a gun. I want you to go in there and basically pretend like you're the gunman that he thinks that he saw. And so it wasn't. Oh. And so essentially they use him as a pawn to, yeah, cover up their mess and use it, use Nick Cage to look like the gunman that Samuel Jackson thinks that he saw. Um, so that's basically what happens there. So they send Nick Cage in. And 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 yeah, <laughs> so we go from sake. there. So what do you yeah, what do you think of this convoluted story so far? Oh my god. So he goes in there, he agrees to go in there and be the guy just pretending to shoot up the place. Yeah. So, so essentially he's like, go in there, take Samuel Jackson, whose actual name in the movie is um is Andrew Sterling, actually. I should probably mention that as well, because that's kind of becomes a bit of a plot point. Because when the when the cops realize um, this guy's name, they're like, why does that name sound so familiar? And then the reporter's like, hmm, I don't know, but I do know that he's black. So you can tell that race is a heavy theme in this uh, in this movie. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. Okay, and so essentially they, um, yeah, send in Nick Cage and they're like, you go in, hold him hostage, but then you turn yourself over and you make sure you're on the first bus out of here to Canada, bucko. And this whole <laughs> thing will blow over. But does it blow over, Rob? Does oh, it? Oh, no. So, 
I'm assuming Nick Cage sees the hypocrisy in all of this and turns against the police once he gets in there and 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 actually has an altercation with Samuel L. Jackson. Well, 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 well. Okay, well, let's let's keep that train of thought. Um, choo choo, um, okay. trucking along. <laughs> Um, okay. So basically, yeah, the cops will, they call up um, Samuel and they're like, um, yeah, God, that guy. Yeah, he's here. We've just seen him. My God. Like, you're, you're right. He is armed to the teeth. And then they give like Nick Cage a gun. They're like, here you go. And then they double check with Samuel. They're like, do you have a weapon? And then Samuel Jackson's like, just a frying pan. Because it's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's very, <laughs> it's a very offbeat comedy, I guess. And so, yeah, so the police chief shoots off his gun. And then that's kind of like, yep, oh, he's here. He's on his way. You better hide. So Nick Cage, he's going up to the door. Is he going? Yeah, he's in. He's, the, he's now in. in the house. He's in he's the house. He's in the house. So now he's trying to creep around looking for the Samuel Jackson. And uh, they're yeah. in some hilarious way where it's like, do, 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 Like that. Scooby-Doo. Is it like that? Uh, yeah. Well, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and Samuel Jackson's, where is Samuel Jackson upstairs? Or he's in the kitchen still with his frying pan. Oh, he's uh, he's around. He's around. He's, 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 where would you normally hide when you're hiding? He's around. He's in the ducting. He's in the ducting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, not quite. Not quite. Where would, is he under the floorboards? Oh, he's close to them. Where would you normally hide? In the basement. Mm, no. In the cupboard. Oh, he's not come out the closet yet. No. <laughs> uh, it, ooh, hang on a minute. Get, where would you... Basically, we're just playing Find Samuel. <laughs> yeah, where is he? Where is he? He's under uh, the bed, Rob. He's under the bed. Oh, of Gun. course. He's Damn under the bed it. with a frying pan. Yes, uh, of course. Okay, of course. okay. Right. So, um, so these two characters now meet. So he finds him and he goes, yes, he finds him. What, what are you doing here? And he's like, I've come here. To show the police are not racist <laughs> <laughs> by pretending to be someone who's shooting a black guy because he's black. And they're like, ha, 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 that's ridiculous. I just want to go to Canada, man. Okay, <laughs> I tell you what, I've got a cousin in Canada. Let's go in a car and drive away together. And then they Thelma and Louise and drive off a cliff at <laughs> the end. Yeah, into Niagara Falls. <laughs> So I can, I we can, we can just move along. If or do you want to spin a dice or? Yeah, let's spin a dice. Here we go. I got, I got a four. Got to remove false guesses. What are one of your guesses? Do you think about where it's going so far? And I'll let you know if it's right or wrong. So I think you know they're gonna have a fight. They and then he hits him over. They have the frying pan, and I don't know, knocks him out, and now he's got him as hostage. That is not correct, but you've there. There are elements in so there. There are right. elements okay. in there. Should we do minute sixty nine? Oh yeah, that's a good idea. We could do minute sixty nine. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, play. Are you in love with him? Oh, can I cricket? Not really. Oh. What? There's a woman. There is a woman. You sure are pretty. Oh, she's pretty. You ever been to Canada? No. You ever been to Canada? <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was headed before all she hasn't. this happened. <laughs> what? Is Samuel Jackson dead? I guess it's cold up there. <laughs> I guess it's cold up in Canada, she says. guess that all depends. It's so tender. All depends, yeah, unless you're shagging. Yeah. Um, wow, they're going to shag. <laughs> that's exactly what this next 30 seconds will be. <gasps> oh, 
Oh, weird noises. What's happening? They're kissing. Oh, yeah. No, she's undressing. Breathing. Maybe. Call me. Wait a second. We think he had a gun. I never had a gun. There you go. What? Oh, so the Samuel Jackson, and they say, you think I had a gun? I didn't have a gun. What? Yeah. Wow. What? What's happening? Whoa. Oh, my God. What a little snippet. What the that hell's was, eh? going on here, man? Well, oh they basically do that. What happens, Rob, is they just hunker down and they just hire prostitutes for the entire <laughs> ordeal of the movie, and that's that's what that was about. Wow, that is that is thrown a curve. So there's a there's a lady in here. There's there a, lady. a lady. Where's she come from? Oh, is that I know. his wife? That's Samuel Jackson's wife. That that that's not Samuel Jackson's wife. What the freaking hell's going on? Let's uh, see. hang on one sec. I'm gonna roll the dice again. I got a two. What was the character motivation? Was it? Yeah, so let's let's say about the woman's uh the woman's oh, motivation here. You want you want to hear about her motivation? Um Yeah. Okay. The character her motivation is that she is motivated to get in Nick Cage's pants um by delivering him pizza. She's the pizza delivery girl. <laughs> she, he ordered a pizza to what? To the house. So later on he does order another pizza. Whilst, oh, uh, yes. he loves pizzas. Um, he's a teenager <laughs> in the turtle. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. A Canadian um, version. So I will, yes. So that's pretty much the start and end of her motivation. But she does, she does become useful later on. She helps deliver some useful information to um, the reporters. Oh, ding, ding, ding! That's right. She delivers information to the reporters, Rob. What do you? What information right. do you think she delivers to the reporters? The uh, police shot of him through racial profiling. Uh, yeah, almost. Um, who else has been profiling people racially throughout this uh, this endeavor? Oh, the 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 original couple. You are correct, sir. Yes. So she helps deliver some that right. information later on in the movie. So it's bringing the uh, subject of racial profiling uh, into the uh, mainstream media. Yes. In a hilariously digestible way. Yeah. Just to put us back where we were. So basically, Nick Cage is in the house with Samuel, who's called uh, he's called Andrew Sterling. And so they, yeah, look, so they're now together in the house. They become friends. Yes, they do. I guess I'll give you that. I guess you guess Stockholm right. Syndrome situation. Oh, maybe not quite. Maybe not quite that. Not quite that. But they do They do go through a a sort of, uh, what do a you call it? A heated exchange which turns into an understanding. Oh, my God, Rob, you're on fire. Yeah. Somebody, oh, yes. somebody get the hose. Put you out. Put uh, him out. Stomp him out. That's myself. How oh, again? I'm too hot. <laughs> You're so goddamn hot, Rob. <laughs> oh, I could cook an egg. So, <laughs> you can. Um, I believe you. You definitely on can. On my head, which is oh, also like you, an egg. <laughs> I thought you were going to say on my ass. but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Egg on egg action. Who could yeah. who, People have paid for that. People, um, there are corners. There are corners of the internet. Yeah, only fans. Only yes. fans. Oh, my God. We call ourselves the eggheads. The eggheads, the egg bros. <laughs> anyway, okay. sorry. I said, so no, they, that's okay. that's they have a massive, they're like, who are you? What are you doing? What the hell? <clears throat> he's like, this is my motherfucking house, motherfucker. And he's like, uh, and then they say, uh, don't. I got racial profile by the cops. They tried to shoot me up and now you're in here. What the fuck are you doing in here? And then he's like, oh, no, I came in to get out of jail. Oh, my God. Uh, maybe we could come to some arrangements so we could both win out of this situation. 
What? Yeah, World Cup, pretty much, kind of. So I'll, t- I'll give you another little bit of information that sort of solidifies or at least tries to strengthen why I guess that the police uh, just continue to go on the ruse. So essentially they send Nick Cage in and then one of the cops like runs up to the police chief and he's like, oh, you know, chief, chief, it's the press. And then he's like, yeah, so, because they, they think it's the two bumbling idiots, uh, two reporters, because the guy who uh, takes the initial t- uh, recording, he's just some sort of like kind of washed up has been driving around this old beaten up car just trying to find a scoop. Um, but he's like, no, no, it's the real press. And then all of a sudden, like a frenzy of sort of um, O.J. Uh. Simpson era kind of press vans start like rolling down into the uh, to where the house is and stuff. And so now the chief, though, um, the other thing is that obviously he realized that it, they had messed up. But now he starts to revel in the spotlight. Um, he's sitting there in a chair getting his makeup done. And he's like, Billy. Make sure that you got people on crowd control. He's like, I don't want another Vietnam. And then the guy on the radio is like, got it, chief. No more Vietnams. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> random, random little joke they're trying to add in. So you can see that the people that ever, you know, wrote this um, are really trying to take very heavy hitting things like racial profiling and the Vietnam War and putting a comedic spin. It's a little spin. <laughs> Wow, they are. They really know. Yeah, they do. Oh, they're in touch, aren't they? They really are. They are. They're very in touch. So, really, we have kind of covered some of the bigger points here. So, what do you think is going to happen from here on out? Um, would you just okay. like a bit more info on the story? Would you like to try and roll a card and get a plot thicker? Yeah, or? let's see if I can get. Uh, yes, yeah, have a go. I got a one. Oh, a plot thickener. That's lucky. That's that's very lucky. Um, this this was not staged in any way. I mean, r- me and Rob are in completely different rooms, unless I somehow <laughs> use some, you know, uh, 1960s remote viewing to decide the outcome. Um, then, yes, that was complete <laughs> chance. You saw it here first, people. Right, so the media are on the house. That's what's driving the sort of seriousness of the situation. So it's become a, a media siege in almost. In some become a, yes, it's become a media siege. So now it's like he's got hostages. He's what we call a career criminal. Oh, so now the police so are basically the, backtracking. They're doubling on, down. They're doubling down. They're like, yep, he's armed and dangerous. We don't, we've never met this guy before in our life. So now they're backed into a corner, essentially. So Nick Cage and uh. Andrew Sterling, Samuel's character... Um, now essentially end up having to go sort of on the run. So it wasn't far off going on a run then. I a dry, you no, know, they... you, weren't uh. far off. you weren't far off at all. Um, I'll give you just a little bit more info about Samuel's character. So yeah, essentially he's a well-educated black man. Not that that makes any difference, but in the context of the movie, this whole film is about the race thing. He's um, like a awarded uh, author and lecturer and um, it's basically, yeah, comes down to Nick Cage and him having their differences, I guess, where Nick Cage is making his assumptions and it's, yeah, sort of break him having to break down the, the stereotypes kind of thing. Do you want to maybe just sort of guess what the end is and then I could just give you the whole breakdown or what do you, what do you think? Or do you want to have some... Yeah, no, let's see if more. I can guess. Let's see if I can guess the end. So the police double down, they go on the run. They end up uh, driving away in a, in a, some sort of vehicle, um, mm. and the, there's a police chase in shoes, maybe, and the police try to to maybe uh, say that it's an O.J. Simpson situation where 
the uh, Andrew Sterling's got Nick Cage as a hostage, and they're driving down the motorway, and they try to rat like maybe try to uh, shoot him, and he has a crash or something, and mm-hmm. um, and maybe he maybe ends up dying, and Nick Cage ends up like becoming some sort. Of- yeah. <laughs> um, and he gets his face it, off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they swap faces and he gets to see what it's like to be racially profiled. Um, <laughs> My God, that's it, Rob. No. <laughs> um, so they go on the road. Something happens to them, especially Andrew Stone. I feel like he's he's in for a really rough ride here because um, the police just continue to mess it up and they try to get their story out and they don't get out in time, but they end up, um, he ends up maybe dying, and then the police, uh, and then obviously, and then Nick Cage's character becomes like the vessel for um, justice um, for Mister Sterling. There's there's some good themes in there, Rob. There's some good themes. Okay, so maybe I'll go for a colder or warmer situation then. So, do they end up in a car? Um, they do end up in a car. Okay, so they go. Do they end up in a big police chase? Not a big police chase. No, they are chased. There's, they're chased. Uh, do they end up in Canada? Well, actually, no. We don't find that out. We don't find that right. out. Right. Oh, so they both die. <gasps> no, they don't. Oh, I just did the long <laughs> pause for drama. Oh my god, you, you had me on the edge of my seat. The media play a part here and they get the real video out and everyone gets really angry with the police and they start attacking the police. Someone does get, I guess, attacked, yes, but not by a person. Oh, hang on, by a bear, cocaine (laughs) bear. That is, yeah, false. They don't get attacked by a cocaine bear, but they do get attacked by an animal. Rabid dog. A dog is correct. They do get attacked by a dog, chased oh, by a dog. Right. So does that does that seriously hamper their getaway then? Um, not massively. No, I will say that it doesn't hamper it. No, they do get away. They do get away. Right. But they so they, do they end up on on the TV? I guess someone does. Yeah. Someone does. Oh. Not is anything to do with the police lady, pizza lady who says, oh, my God, Nick Cage was a great shag. <laughs> no, she never kisses and tells. She's a classy lady. She works for Big Pizza. <laughs> yeah, he's really freaky naughty. <laughs> yeah. Wow, look at get a load of that pepperoni, would you? <laughs> yeah. There is another, like, string of subplot Ooh. in here but it doesn't really oh. do a lot really would you like to know what that is yes so it's on the news about that there's an attack happening now on the house on the on the property of samuels and one of his black preacher friends colleagues sees this going down and so he gathers a group of uh protesters oh, essentially from the church and they <laughs> they head they head to the house. Oh, bloody hell. They only, they're almost only there to provide a very small bit of plot, really. So it's kind of, they're kind of irrelevant in a weird okay, way. Okay, so Nick Cage and, right, so they're on the run. Um, do they encounter another character? So they're on the run. They do come across some other characters that we've met before, yes. Okay, well, let's, let's get a MacGuffin, MacGuffin card out then. 
got a two. They end up running into the couple that uh, were the ones that originally started oh. this whole mess. They end up becoming hostages as well. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, right. Okay. So they're hostages and... W- th- Right, so now they're trying to prove their story, like saying that these people were the ones that started it, but they've actually made it worse. Yeah, kind of, kind of. I mean, I'm going to say that, yeah, this film is very convoluted. I did not realise, obviously, going in. I was just like, Samuel Jackson and Nick Cage in a 90s era movie, it's going to be either full-on action or hilarious. And this one kind of fell flat in both departments, (laughs) unfortunately. (laughs) Would you like me just to sort of genuinely reveal? Yeah, I think you better because I I don't know where I have no idea where this is going. You've kind of touched on all the things in certain points, I guess, but it's all kind of comes together in a slightly different way. So look, right. let's let's start from the top. Let's go rewind. Amos and Andrew is the movie. 1993 comes out to, you know, two great stars that we all know and love. So essentially, yeah, as you know, the plot being it's all a case of a mistaken identity and the whole thing basically hinges on this idea of, yeah, racial profiling, I guess. So when, yeah, when the cops basically send Nick Cage in, he's just, yeah, a dumb half-wit kind of character who was just trying to get to Canada. And do you know why he ended up in prison, Rob? Why? He ended up there because he already thought he was in Canada because he got to the island that this is set on. Because bear in mind, there's a ferry, so I guess I didn't explicitly say the word island. but So little dumb-witted Nick Cage thought that he was already in Canada when he was actually still in America because he has no sense of direction and he also flunked geography, as he later said. Oh, for God's sake. So essentially, that's how he ended up in the jail cell. And so once the cops break him out to get him involved and use him as their pawn, him and Samuel Jackson end up having back and forths a lot of time about, oh, a black man in this kind of house. And then Samuel's obviously having to always bring up the fact that he's a yeah an esteemed, um, accomplished kind of scholar academic. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah academic, scholar yeah. and academic, basically that's the kind of play between those two characters is sort of breaking down those perceived stereotypes when he gets into the house initially he tying up samuel jackson and he says don't worry brother i ain't gonna hurt you or something like that and then samuel jackson's character is like you're not my brother right so essentially nick cage goes out plays along with it like makes some fake demands but he wants a helicopter and a load of money and all that sort of stuff and then media come in the the police chief guy starts taking it like too seriously turns his back on it and obviously then doubles down but then the cop tries to break in it does break in actually to the house and he goes to try and take out nick cage but then i guess when we have our pivotal moment is nick cage puts the gun down and for some reason uh, samuel jackson decides to knock out the cop he he drops a word rob he drops a word that might make Samuel Jackson angry, and it's the oh, N-word. Right. right, okay. And the N-word score for this film is five. We get five N-word drops. Anyway, that's when they end up going on the run. They sneak out the back of the house, and then they end up in another house, which is the couple that dropped them in it in the first place. That couple come home. They get held hostage. Nick Cage is like, where's the keys to your car and all this stuff? And... Um, 
before they get to the car and they have that altercation is basically when Nick Cage decides to order that pizza. And so that's when the pizza girl rocks up. And then that's what the whole bit is with um, the, the minute 69 that we've listened to. So essentially, he's hitting on a 17-year-old pizza girl, which is also very wrong for the time. Oh, my God. But, yeah, everyone just laughs it off, and she leaves with the tape. And he's like, you get this to the press. You know what to do. <laughs> you know, I'll give you this. You know exactly where to put it. <laughs> you as a 17-year-old girl who's just trying to earn pocket money on the weekends, you know what to do in this very complex racially charged situation with this very incriminating <laughs> evidence, right? Yeah, very strange, very strange. <laughs> Whilst this is all happening, the police chiefs and all the police lot are still looking at the other house, basically. They think, they don't realise that they've snuck out of the house, uh, the original Samuel Jackson house, and have now ended up in this um, couple's house. So they're out front. They decide to eventually put a SWAT <laughs> team into action. One of the cops decides to break away before the SWAT team move in, and he's like, I'm going to save the day. And he decides to try and enter the house um, and then accidentally ends up in the crossfire of the SWAT team and then they let off like a grenade and he ends up getting knocked out or something. So that's just a weird little throwaway bit of comedy they tried to add in to keep the whole thing light. Very strange. Very so yeah, what do you think of this film so far? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. This does, doesn't have any... That, they try really hard to have a, a real point, point of it and, you know, this this profound look at racial profiling and stereotypes and and just racism and they've yeah. they've just fattened it out with absolute nonsense pretty much pretty much so this is before um die hard with a vengeance isn't it this is this is actually one year before pulp fiction so this is before we get oh. the, it's actually slightly before we get the samuel jackson that we all know and love pulp fiction was 94 I'm pretty sure. And so, hang on. Was Die Hard Avengers after Pulp Fiction? Oh, let's have a look. Okay, Die Hard with a Vengeance was 1995. Ooh. Pulp Fiction's 94, and this movie's 93. So, uh, using the oh. language of time and chronology, um, yes, <laughs> this movie was before all of that. Oh, okay. So, so what happens? Then what happens is the... The gospel group arrive on the ferry singing in like gospel choir. And then they're oh, like, Where right. is Brother Sterling? We want to see Brother Sterling. And then they have like an altercation with the cops. And the cops, like, He's not inside. And they're like, Yes, he is. And they're like, No, he's not. And again, they're trying to go for this weird little, weird aeroplane esque styled comedy bit. And it just doesn't quite work. And then the cops basically like, you people shouldn't be here. Go back to where you came from. And I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> Again, where's the For where's God the comedy? Sake. Where's the comedy? Oh. I know. It's almost comedic because it's so like tone deaf. It's like mad. And they have a physical fight with this horde of people. You got now you got cops fighting these people. I mean, you know, the 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 people of colour, sorry, not these people. God, I'm just sounding like the problem now. Oh, my God. Have you learned nothing today? Clearly, their message wasn't <laughs> overt enough. And so they're there with the, the torch and pitchfork uh, thing, quite literally. And so someone accidentally, in the fight, sets fire to the house, to Samuel Jackson's house. <laughs> oh, so now God. that's a blaze. And then, as quickly as they arrived, Rob, as quickly as they arrived, they scarper and leave, like the gospel group. <laughs> that, so they're, are their whole 
point was just for them to come in to set fire to the house accidentally and then leave. Oh that was their whole God. story point. Then it's Waco all over again. <laughs> it is. It is bloody. It's bloody Waco. I won't have another <laughs> Vietnam, Rob. I won't have another <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> Well, hang on, so the house is on fire. Nick Cage has got the car key, and so now they're in a car. You would think they're about to be in a car. You would think that, wouldn't you? But instead, they actually have, like, an argument and then end up in a physical fight, Um, but then very quickly come around due to uh, Nick Cage's character having hay fever, and so he's rolling around (laughs) on the front lawn having a fight, and he starts getting the sniffles and sneezing and, and nonsense. And so for then, they just call it off. So then they have a Batman versus Superman moment where it's like, you've got hay fever too? Because they actually literally oh, earlier, no. <laughs> earlier, on in, earlier on in the film, <laughs> they have a pointless Today's movie is sponsored by Puritan. Exactly. Have you got yours covered? Yeah, so early on in the movie, they have a pointless throwaway bit. <laughs> They're talking about dogs and animals and allergies because uh, I think Samuel's oh tied God. up it was earlier on he was tied up and he's like wiping his nose and he's like he's like what's wrong with you you got a cold he's like I got hay fever he's like no way you got hay fever too like, <laughs> no way <laughs> so stupid so oh. stupid oh Mark you know what that means what's that we're all just the same oh my god don't matter where you're from what colour skin you have do you know what we're all the same we've got the same problems we've got the same hay fever we're all just the same on the inside. That's exactly what they were trying to say, Rob. My God. So you see, you see, you see. That's a there's a firm critical analysis of the 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 story there. Who Mind could have thought blown. you could do you know what? Hay fever can destroy lives and bring together a whole bunch of people. Now they go their separate ways. They basically have this fight. Samuel's walking off to what I can only imagine he's like head trying to head back towards his house. And Nick Cage takes the car. But then uh, Nick Cage tries to drive out of, you know, uh, the area, probably to get to the, the ferry port, I guess, obviously, because he's on an island. He gets arrested again. He doesn't get arrested again, but he does come <laughs> across a police roadblock and then he has to turn around. So now uh, we're assuming off screen now after that, because you only see him do that. You're like, he drives, he's driving, he sees a police roadblock and he sort of like turns around. And so I assume at that point he's just trying to find a way off. But then we're cutting back and forth between him and Samuel. And now... The house is burning down. The gospel choir have gone. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so the police chief at some point, I can't remember exactly what point, but anyway, he's like, get in um, Billy Bloodhound and the boys or something like that. Billy and the Bloodhounds. He basically just says to go and get this guy, this other character that we don't know anything about. So it's a guy with two Bloodhound dogs. So there's the dogs. That's where the dogs come in. So, oh, we just, see. Yeah, it's just, I'll just pause so you can have revelation. Pause for revelation. I've got that in my notes. <laughs> pause for revelation. Oh my god! So they then set the the thing the dogs after is it Nick Cage. No, or they set him Samuel. after Samuel Jackson. Yeah, I know. So it's getting even worse. <laughs> so now Samuel's like literally running through a field whilst being hunted by these bloodhound dogs. Which is mad. Wow, this is, really is bloody. I know, back right? In the pla- this is really. This is like back in old, like the plantations and and all that. You run away, we'll set the dogs on you. Now he's getting chased, but then who comes in and saves him? It's Nicolas Cage. Oh my God! <laughs> Get in if you want to live. Pretty much. So yeah, he <laughs> he sees he somehow sees. I guess whilst he's driving around trying to escape the island. 
sees this all play down, and so yeah. Hang on, I know what happens. What's that? Yeah, the car turns into an amphibious vehicle, and they just <laughs> drive off into the lake, and end up going around the side and into Canada. Yeah, exactly. It's essentially it's GTA with the cheats on. Yeah, it's exactly that. <laughs> yeah. No, so what happens is they get to the ha- they get just outside the house, so they're not in any shot of anyone. And then they're having a little, uh, you know, conversation in the car because they see the house is now on fire. Nick Cage is like, oh, shit, man, I'm sorry. I can't believe this has happened, you know, like, because he's just, Samuel just bought this house as his, like, summer getaway house. And now it's burning to the ground. And then he's like, I can't believe we can't let him get away with this. And uh, Samuel's like, who or whatever. And it turns out that Samuel Jackson has the police chief's badge. So when he got knocked out, he obviously nicked the old police chief's badge. And so and now they're pulled over. And so Samuel Jackson gets out of his car and he basically starts like calling out to the dogs. And he's like, Nick Cage is like, what are you doing, man? These ain't house pets. They're trained killers. <laughs> so Samuel gives the dogs the police badge to get the cops sent, and he sends them on his way. We now cut back to the police chief, who's, revel- again, reveling in the spotlight of the, the media. The doofus dweeb journalist that we met earlier, uh, the one that the pizza girl got the evidence to, um, just comes into shot as this reporter's like, so how are you going to think this is going to affect your future? And then the guy's like, oh, chief, <laughs> like some sort of a stupid <laughs> Hannah Barbera cartoon character is like, what do you think they're going to make of this? And he's like waving the VHS tape. And then the the bloodhounds run in and then the cop just gets chased off by the bloodhounds and then we fade. <laughs> Then we fade out. And that's it. That's all. It's so stupid. So we oh don't even see God. if he gets a comeuppance. It just fades from him being chased by the uh, and by the everyone goes ha 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 classic chief. <laughs> pretty pretty much, I guess. What you don't even get the... that. I know. That's I know. So what? Yeah. It's so like they probably... just went. Do you know what? We're bored of making this movie. Let's let's just end it in a wacky races kind of thing where. Like he, I can, I can get dogs to just do what I say, and then they just come out, and they must have ran quite a distance, and then they go, oh, actually, they, oh, that's mental. I, I, I really don't know what to say. It was, a, it was a hard one, yeah, because I was watching it, and I'd already committed to watching it, so I was like, oh, well, I kind of have to do this now, because yes, I guess I could have picked another film, but it is a bit classic '90s in that sense, where it's a bit of a movie where nothing kind of happens, and then they just got two big names. Or I guess, or you know, even back then there were still fairly big names, Nick Cage and Samuel Jackson. So um, to sort of be the poster child for the, the movie there. And yeah, but the, the writing is terrible. The plot doesn't really have much happening. And bear in mind, again, it's the 90s. So this fits into a 135 minute runtime, right? Not like now, like even where like a rom-com today would sometimes be like two hours straight away, right? So, so we cut to Nick Cage and Samuel Jackson are heading back to the mainland on the ferry. And then Nick Cage is in his car, him and uh, Samuel part ways. And at one point earlier on in the movie, he nicked Samuel's watch when he was pretending to be, you know, a bad guy, gunman, to try and keep up the ruse. But he goes, Nick Cage goes to give Samuel his uh, watch back. And Samuel's like, no, keep it. And Nick Cage is like, whoa, thanks, bro. And then there's a pause and then like a bit of like lighthearted, you know, music. And then Samuel Jackson goes, you're welcome brother and it's like oh, oh my god they're now brothers 
We got, we both got hay fever. We're hay fever bros. Yeah, that's it. They've now bonded. Damn that, that. histamine. They've histamine. Histamine. mean. Oh exactly. my god. What does it all histamine, Rob? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> I have no goddamn idea. We cut to our final scene with Nick Cage putting on his shades, and he's like, "Canada, here we come." And then the here's up in France. <laughs> well, he sets off in his car, <laughs> and the camera sort of like zooms out and pans across uh, to a roadside. The boat and sinks, it's, and it's <laughs> and it's like Highway 87 South. He's like, he's heading south, Rob. Canada's <laughs> no. north. He, he doesn't have a sense of direction. He doesn't know which way's where. <laughs> oh wow! So he's he's going to end up in Mexico for the exactly. for the sequel. He's like, wow, it sure is hot in Canada. <laughs> Global warming started early, man. Yeah, oh, and my. then and then oh we're played out, and then we're played out by Sir Mix-a-Lot's song, "Suburban Nightmare." Oh wow! So you see, we started off. We started off with that that smooth white upper class beyond the sea bobby darren stuff and now we've now we've been brought back down to earth and we've been played out by some street urban music just to straight out bring of compton kind straight of thing of compton, yeah kind oh of. my wow he's like oh my god i wanted to go to canada and now i'm in mexico <laughs> yeah, oh pretty much jesus christ wow what a what a crazy i would have never that's that was a very like you say, it was just all over the place. I mean, it, it tried was. to deal with some amazing, crazy, crazy sort of hard, hard hitting uh, issues, but really, basically, it all came down to the fact that Nicolas Cage cannot tell which way he's going. Yes, that's my very long explanation on this very convoluted movie where nothing really happens other than some <laughs> thinly veiled attempt to try and smooth over race relations in 90s America. Thanks, Nick Cage and Samuel Jackson, for that wonderful lesson on race and stereotypes. It's a, it a big 180 from last, last, uh, the last movie we watched, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, this was Nick Cage coming up, I guess, whereas last week's one was he might be at his end. We don't know, because that was, that was a wow. bargain basement stuff. I mean, this was face on, and we came, we last week was face off, probably. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, Willy Wonderland had more, way more of a plot than that. That's, uh, that's wow, wow. I mean, well, I guess we've all got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for that. Thanks for uh, picking... Well, it was a random pick of the movie. That's all right. I'm glad I'm happy to waste an hour of your time. <laughs> you just never know where it's going to go. So, I well, I enjoyed that. Thank you, Mark. Uh, I hope you li- li- enjoyed that listening at home or wherever you are in your car or running or, or, or being chased by dogs as a police chief or, or on a <laughs> boat. Um, yeah. Uh, or heading to Mexico like Nick Cage is right now. Uh, and 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 wonder what what the next movie is going to take us. Uh, and yeah, until next week, listeners. Who knows what movies will take us where, and whether we'll actually ever guess the plot of the goddamn movies because they are so ridiculous. But it's half the fun, I guess. It is. That's exactly right. In a world where Nick Cage can't find his direction or his erection, oh, who knows where it's going to take us? Play me off, Johnny. <laughs> uh. You can check my blackness back if I'm rough as a cactus. Now I gotta change what I practice. So I went to the suburbs and bought me a big house, and now they wanna run a brother out. I'm a well-educated young maker of revenue.
the bit because I'm straight legit, but the police still want to trip. They accuse me of robbing myself, never seen a brother with wealth. Hell, I thought I was big and now I'm trapped in a house because the cops got my crib staked out. The police chief is running for commissioner, but if I get out of this, chief, I'm getting...